Previously on The Tantalus Tales. And who is this god? You don't know about the egg? The egg? Please tell me more. Would you like to know more? <laughs> no one's ever said that when someone asked it. No. Would you like to hear have some time for my god? This is what like every proselytizer hopes they'll hear. <laughs> and what they never ever hear. And then I slam my staff down and set the tentacles off behind everyone. Just say Cthulhu welcomes you. Hold on to your butts. There you go. Okay. Oh. Good to know. Car, clutch your buttocks. You might to exist. Accomplish some kind of social paradigm shift where they change back to being a lower level, like a lower tech level civilization. Have you considered killing him and <sighs> dis- redistributing the wealth? Okay. That's gonna solve it. No, that won't solve it. That won't. Start a revolution with the dwarves. Overthrow the ones in power and install new ones that are okay with a lower level civilization that doesn't rely on tropium for itself. And are high as fuck. Yeah. Oh, so enough of the mushroom nonsense. You say that, but I'm enjoying it. speaks up in your circle and says whatever you decide on we must hurry we won't be able to hide here much longer someone is bound to discover our hidden sanctum it's only a matter of time the closer the mining gets to the egg the more frightened it becomes if we fail to detour the digging it could spell the end of our world she holds her hand out toward the egg our world our very existence, we owe to this majestic creation. We must protect it. What would you guys like to do? Well, obviously we need to stop the mining. Even if it's just temporarily so that we can refocus it. But from what I can see, mining's just not going to be a profitable venture from the future, since more or less all the tropium is gone. Or at least so much of it that there's not worth mining what's left. At the very least, we got to stop the mining operation, which probably means we have to take out Zebos. Now, what can the people, the uh, Shellians here, tell us about, like, say, let's say the the standing strength of his forces? Like, what kind of military force does he have? All you've seen are the guards around his mansion, and the handful that are in the caves themselves, that are like you, because you aren't the only. Does he have any sort of like? Strikebreaker Pinkerton, like secret police sort of thing. Some kind of, you know, like a, I don't know, a group of people he'd call in to bring in and like and put down labor uh, unrest, the kind of thing to stop rebels. I was gonna say that, like that. That's usually what of. the guards do themselves. Okay, I didn't know if his everyday guards served that purpose or if he had another special unit somewhere. Oh, I'm sure he probably does. <laughs> oh, that's great. Next thing is, uh, are those guards just paid guards? Are they loyal to him? 
Can we outbuy them? Are they mercenaries? Yeah, I think you guys all would uh, count completely as mercenaries. All the guards. No, I meant are his forces. Oh yes, for sure. They are definitely paid guards. Okay. Well, I don't think we can outbid him. I think he's pretty rich. No, but we can definitely take out his money. Well, this is his money. We basically are going to take it out by starting a revolution. If we can actually just steal his money. All of it? Like, what do you think? He's like freaking Prince John from Robin Hood. He's got a big vault full of gold somewhere. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, if it's not, it's probably all of his, um, what he's mined. We don't need do you even know what currency they use on this planet? I know, I don't. I forgot. Zabos, his uh, primary uh, wealth seems to be in investments and such. So you probably can't steal stock. Not much for, like, liquid cash, I guess. Well, we could disrupt the payroll schedule for his, not for his troops, I guess, to try to do that. <laughs> I like that. That, uh, that <laughs> seems like a long-term option that I, don't, that I feel is kind of slow it'd be easier just to gather up like a thousand of these dwarves and just launch an attack in the mansion and burn it down and kill him yeah that that could be good yeah all right so back to this whole screwing up payroll <laughs> we all get jobs as bank tellers and we falsely say that their checks have bounced no we find out who and handles his payroll throws them off and then basically like, disrupt that make sure they don't get paid this is yeah. some Ocean 3 shit here. <laughs> yeah, this is the sort of thing that you'd take several weeks or months to handle because you'd have to get enough resentment built up and then they don't want to work for him anymore. Jewel interrupts you momentarily and says that, uh, well, we have the resources to collapse the mines. Then you can take on Zabos uh, if that is something you wish. Is that what you would prefer? Would that help you? Well... It would be very jarring on the egg, but I I think if someone were to stay behind and calm the egg, it would be... She uh, stops mid-sentence and looks down at her, uh, at her cloak, or her robes, and... As you follow her eyes down, you notice her cloak darkening at a point near her stomach, and it's growing slowly. She falls to her knees, and you notice an arrow jutting out of her back. Bronzon gasps. Jewel! Uh, he catches her fall and kneels down beside her. Uh, Ragnar jumps out in front of them and pulls out his uh, great axe, his eyes darting towards the entrance of the cavern. At the entrance of the cavern, you can see five figures. One of them, a dwarf bound and beaten. He looks vaguely familiar to you. The other four, a green dragonborn gripping a longsword, a scarred-up drow elf unsheathing a dagger, a crimson tiefling knocking another arrow in her bow, and a tall hooded figure holding a scepter in one hand, and the rope wrapped around the dwarf in the other. The dragonborn and the drow leap down from the entrance and stick the superhero landing. I want you to roll initiative. Oh, nat 20. Wow. Nat 20, nice. I haven't got... That's the first one of those I've gotten, I think. 
Uh, no, you got a nat 20 for uh, oh, I did. Wait, doing did I? doing oh. the moon. Okay. Uh, Bakar, what'd you get? 21. Uh, Oren? Uh, 20. Uh, I think total would be 23. Okay. T? All right. So I have a rules check here. I rolled a nat one. Oh god. And I had being a halfling, I have lucky, which is when you roll a one on a d20, uh, or on a nat one, you can roll again. Because then I rerolled and got a nat twenty. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I want like a big rule check on that one. Uh yeah no that's that's what Lucky does so roll a d20 one more time for me we'll see who uh gets highest between you two 18 9 t then uh you will go after Oren as the drow elf stands he tosses one of his daggers at uh one of the shellians causing it to crumple to the ground bleeding before pulling out another dagger from his belt the uh dragonborn drops his longsword down on another Shellian, uh, slashing her deep across the back. She falls and rolls into the wall. The dragonborn licks his blade and points it towards T and Ragnir, who has his great axe, and he and the uh, dragonborn growls, The little one is mine. Ragnir tightens his grip on his axe and yells to the mages, Put up the barrier! Protect the egg! Protect Jewel and Bronzon! And now the fight shall begin. Uh, so you, uh, <laughs> Oren, first in line with, uh, with your 23. You have a drow rogue and a green dragonborn paladin on the ground near you-ish, uh, within, uh, striking distance. You also have the tiefling ranger and the hooded figure up by the entrance, which is up a stairway and on another, uh, section so you guys are on the lower level of the uh, cavern here all right i am gonna put an arrow through that i assume that's a mage holding the scepter there right probably that is a magic user yes yeah i'm gonna put an arrow through his face you're gonna put an arrow through his face all right go ahead and roll uh to hit for me 19 i'm doing pretty well oh shit then yeah no that's gonna hit him go ahead and roll your damage for me all right let's see so it's nine total uh so you uh Immediately, with your quick initiative shit, knock an arrow and aim it directly for the hooded figure. With your 19, you get uh, you hit him right in the shoulder, and it knocks him back a little, singeing his dark robes. He shudders a little bit and pulls hard on the bruised and beaten dwarf, and the dwarf falls to the ground in front of him. T, what would you like to do? I say, well... You made this choice easy, and I flip open the book, and I cast Fireball at their group. And you cast Fireball. Did I give you Fireball? Number 12. Oh, that's Firebolt. That's Firebolt. Well, uh, <laughs> either way, uh, so you open your book, you call forth Firebolt, and then suddenly you hear a, a neighing behind you. Everything is lit up a little more, and a horse behind you, a small horse, a, a colt, I suppose, from right behind you, Fire colt. neighs and okay. stands next to you. You now have a, uh, a small fire horse. 
What would you like to do with this? Oh, well, that already counted as my action, didn't it? Uh, yes. Tell the fire cult to do something. Well, you can you can if you want. Does his flames hurt me? Uh, no. As the summoner, the flames do not hurt you. He's like a familiar. Think, think like Ponyta or Rapidash. I use my turn to jump on him. My little pony. <laughs> Alright, so you are now mounted on your little flaming boy. This is turning into a perfect Mulan story. <laughs> Close, yeah. Uh, Alright, Bakar, what do you want to do? I'm going to rush at the first uh, one I can get to. Uh, so you got the Dragonborn and the Assassin Rogue uh, down there. Which one would you like to go after? Assassin Rogue. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll to hit him. Shit. Uh, I rolled a one. Oh, you rolled a nat one? Yeah. Oof. Okay. Car chokes the episode. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. I had a 20 the first roll, and now I have a one. It's just going to go back and forth each time. Well, that's all right. I'm going to have you roll me a uh, roll me your damage quick. Uh, D4? Uh, whatever your sword does. Oh, sword does? Yeah. 10 damage. You deal 10 damage. All right, uh, roll me a D4 quick. Four. Uh, so you go and you s run at this drow elf who has just tossed his knife at a uh, helpless little uh, dwarf priestess such thing. And you go to slash at him and you miss entirely and slam down on the same dwarf that just got stabbed by the no! dagger. Uh. You have just ended one of the Shellian characters. Well, they were pretty useless anyway. No big deal. Whatever. <laughs> uh, at least, you know, they're probably going to die anyway. I'm sorry. When we're done with this fight, I'm going to write a book and publish it. It's going to be called How to Dodge. Free copies, everyone. The drow elf uh, that you just missed and double killed his uh, first attack starts laughing because it's his turn now. With his uh, freshly drawn dagger, jumps at Bakar, who is uh, probably a little shook. What is your armor class, uh, Bakar? Does a 17 19. hit it? 17 does not hit it. Nope. So, uh... Because he's laughing so hard at the fact that you just completely miffed your attack, he goes in to attack you and, and misses and just kind of... Now we're laughing at him. With tears in his eyes, kind of laughing at what you just did, uh, just just barely misses you. Then it is the paladin's turn, the green dragonborn, who uh, is very interested in Ragnar. So he goes and he takes his long sword and goes down on Ragnar. Goes down, you say? Goes down on Ragnar and <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, the paladin is also laughing, he gets in that one. Ha! Ha ha! Oh god. Oh my god. So as, uh, as the uh, dragonborn paladin is laughing, he, uh, he slips up and uh, drops his sword kind of and hits himself in the shin with his sword for six damage. Not too much. You know what I'm picturing right here? It's going to be a Three Stooges farce going on here. That is uh, 
very, very much what that kind of is right now. Uh, but now it's Ragnar's turn. He, seeing his opportunity, swings his great axe at uh, the paladin, getting a whopping 10 damage. Holy shit. For who? He's pretty pissed. He swung that axe hard. Yeah, he's, he's swung. He is very mad that uh, Jewel got attacked and swings at the dragonborn paladin. It's now the tiefling ranger's turn, the archer up at the top. Uh, she knocks her arrow and aims at Orin. I don't think that's going to cut it. Does a 13 hit your armor class? Unfortunately for them, it does not. Yeah, no. Uh, so knocks the arrow, and as good as she was shooting uh, Jewel in the back, you uh, you move slightly out of the way, and it just thwinks uh, right at your feet. It is now the hooded figure's turn. Hooded figure uh, pulls back his hood, and you see just a scarred, burnt face smiling back down at you. And he holds his hand out, and fire uh, races around his uh, races around his uh, staff and fingers, and he just grumbles, Farball. And drops down uh, right into the center of the cavern with the, uh, the fireball. And so I need all three of you to uh, give me a dex save, please. I got 19 total. I have high dex save. Wow. I got a uh, 18. 22. So you all save this, so you'll take half damage from this. Uh, so Ragnar will not save this one. Uh, but you guys will take half of this damage, and it is... Ooh, holy shit. You guys will take 15 damage. Ragnar will take 30. Does my horse not absorb anything? Uh, no, it will not absorb. Uh, the horse likes it, but it, uh, does not help you any. He neighs in appreciation. So, wait, it didn't hit any of his guys? There's no friendly fire? Or friendly fire? Oh, yes, it did as well. Okay, so I was like, pretty sure that if it's gonna hit Picard, it's gonna hit them too. Yep, friendly fire's on, apparently, so. Right, okay, that makes sense. The hooded figure is a wild mage, and, uh, luckily- Wild magic! Yes, wild magic. So, uh, luckily for him, I guess, he didn't roll a nat one for his uh, surge check on that. If he would have, <laughs> if he would have gotten a one, uh, he would have had to cast a random wild magic thing, which could have been anything from uh, is the best. Which could have been anything from uh, making bubbles come out of his mouth or casting fireball on himself. Which, as you can tell from his burnt figure has happened once or twice before. So it is now uh, Oren's turn. What would you like to do? Alright. Can I use a jump and an arrow at the same time? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Alright, so I, I have a jump spell. I think that's what that is. I haven't used that yet. Yeah. Why did I pick that? Because you like trees, I think, is, right. is why you then like... We, then we don't have tree. any trees around. <laughs> there are no trees underground. 
<laughs> okay, so what I want to do basically is jump up at the ranger. We're going to have a little duel, a close-range archery duel. Yeah, fuck it. I want to see that. Yep. So I jump up and shoot while I'm in motion, basically. I'm going to pull some Legolas crap here. Uh, the DM in me wants to say that's a disadvantage because you're airborne, but I want to see this happen, so I'm going to let it happen. All right. I won't give you advantage or anything, but I won't give you disadvantage for it. That's acceptable. 15, 17 total. 17 total? That'll hit him? 7. As you uh, leap from your position, you uh, you end up point-blank range, uh, essentially, and thwip. You <laughs> thwip. No, I don't like I don't like that word. I don't want to use that verbiage. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, you, 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 you thwang your arrow. Yeah, sure. That one works. You thwang your arrow, and it lodges right in her side, knocking her back a bit. She drops the uh, the arrow that she had knocked in her bow. Are you landing up there with her? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So you're up there with uh, the wild mage and the... Wait, he jumped down, I thought, didn't he? Oh, no. He cast fireball from a... Uh, you got, you've got the uh, drow elf and the paladin on the ground and oh, the okay. archer see. and the uh, wild mage are up top. So now it is yeah. you four, uh, the wild mage, the tiefling, yourself, and the... Well, I've, now I've divided them so that if I die, those guys will have an easier time of it, probably. Well, something like that. If he fires that fireball off, he's going to kill all three of us up here. Oh, four of us, actually. The dwarf's there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think he cares much about his friends. Uh, so, that was Oren T. What are you going to do with you and your, uh, your fire cult? Uh, because we're at... About to bring a lot of PTSD to this wild mage. And we're charging straight at him. You're going to charge straight at... Hardcore. The fire mage. Or the wild mage. Big, big leap through the air and just... We're going to like... We're going to warhorse this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and as we get close to him, I'm going to cast Sword Burst. Okay. Um, Up there... You are very close to both the tiefling. Orin is up there now as well, and the innocent bound and gag dwarf. So there are four people up there, in addition to your cult and yourself. If you go up there, is that where he is? Uh, that is where he is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Okay. Uh, I have to dodge when he shoots. How big is your uh, sword burst thing? That's not the <laughs> tornado thing, is it? The sword tornado? It is. Oh, that is the sword tornado. Okay. It's five feet. So I was planning on casting it like right when I started tackling him with the horse. Perfect. So we'll have you knock him back then. So hopefully he gets caught on fire by the horse running him over and then getting cut up with swords. Yeah, fuck it. I'll give you a d4 of uh, fire damage with that. Boss. Dope. Uh, he has to make a deck save. Bdean. 14. Nope. Did not. Did not at all. Ow. Ain't gonna be fun for him. So, uh, what? How much damage is he taking? Plus a D4, whatever the uh, sword burst is. Four. It's not a very powerful spell. Oh, so four plus whatever your four is for fire? No, that's total. Oh, that's total. Okay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> it's only one D6. From the uh, the ground floor of the chamber, you uh, rear back on. Have you named your fire cult? I'm curious. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. So you rear back on your fire cold, and you 
burst forth. A little bit of a, a shake from uh, the, the fire colt jumping up. And with its front two... Uh, fuck, what do you call them? Are they legs? Hooves. 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 Thank you. Hooves. Hooves. I forgot the word for... For horse Lost foot. That there for a uh, <laughs> with their front two feet. With the front two feet. Uh, with the front two hooves. Have two feet. Slam. Right? Yes, yes, only two. Uh, <laughs> That's the silliest thing I've ever heard today. <laughs> two legged horse. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the uh, gift of the horse taking off its hooves and there's fingers underneath of it. Oh, no, no, no. Stop that. <laughs> Don't put that in our viewers, <laughs> listeners. Don't put that in our listeners' head. You're gonna edit that out, right? Oh yeah, very much so. Uh, so uh, you, this whole thing, because I'm embarrassed. Uh, you leap forth with your uh, your cult of fire, and he slams down on the wild mage with his front two hooves, and mm. uh, they they singe him, and then T from your noble mount, you call forth. A tornado of blades into his face, and he gets cut up a little bit. Just yeah. a little. Yeah, just just little paper cuts, essentially. You're gonna need some aloe vera too. He's also got an arrow in his shoulder. Uh, he does also have an arrow in his shoulder. So I mean, he's he's kind of a burnt uh, porcupine, I guess. Uh, Pincushion. Thank you. It is now Bakar's turn. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna try to hit the one in front of me again, the assassin. Sure. Yep. <gasps> Yes! I got a uh, 26. Jesus, H. Yeah, yeah, that'll hit it. See, I'm going to roll high the low really quickly now. You're going to get one point of damage. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Does that whole... Uh, Tiny paper cuts. That Indiana Jones. Like an Errol Flynn-like, like swashbuckling. <laughs> Just like one little bit of blood flies out. <laughs> All right, what'd you get for damage? 15. Jesus, oh, fuck. Shit. Never mind. Uh, so the opposite of what we thought. Recovering from your uh, double kill of an innocent bystander, you rear back and swing with all your might at this uh, this drow elf and just slash him across the back, and he rolls forward, visibly shaken, uh, and is on his knees. He is prone for the moment, so he uses his turn to get up and steady himself. He's losing quite a lot of blood. Yes. So we're going to jump over him to the Dragonborn Paladin, who sees his chance at attacking Ragnar. Oof. Does not hit him. Does not hit himself. As he is pretty uh, toasted, slams down his longsword, just missing Ragnar. And Ragnar will reach in his back. For his second flask, he is going to pop that top and take a swig, recovering nine points of damage. That is what he is going to do for his turn, so he's going to be a little heftier for the, the next turn. And it is now the ranger's turn, as she is so close to Orin, she's going to take out her uh, short sword and take a swing at Orin. 13 is not going to hit your armor class, correct? Unfortunately for them, again, no, it will not. This is going much differently than I had initially planned, which which is fine. It's great. I like it. It's funny. <laughs> no battle plan ever survives contact with the enemy. I know, right? <laughs> she takes her short sword and swings at you, but you nimbly dodge back, and the wild mage on the ground decides 
to cast right below you a uh, magic missile. Uh, you got a nat mm. one. Uh, so really? Yay, it's spread around. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to uh, see what he rolls for uh, the wild magic now. Jesus fuck. Uh, 99. <laughs> so he regains all of his sorcery points. He uh, feels refreshed and he's on the ground and has all of his spell slots back. Which means he also has the ability to use his fireball again. It is now Orin's turn. What are you going to do? You're up uh, with your uh, tiefling ranger and the the mage no longer has the... Uh, has hold of the uh, rope that bound the the dwarf. So the dwarf is just up there cowering in a, in whatever corner he can get to. What would you like to do? I am going to try to, like... So wait, is he still lying on the ground? Uh, Is who? The uh, mage. The mage? Yes, he is still on the ground. I'm going to, like, str- like, turn my back on the, t- on the ranger, stride up, and just, like, shoot the guy right in the throat. Oh, like, point blank? No, wait. Wait, I turn it out. Uh, I want to, sh- like, yeah, basically. Just try, like, an execution shot to him. I, I mean, sure, yeah. Uh, you are, he is underneath the colt. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, uh. he was knocked down by the colt. He is, he's currently pinned by the colt. Colt? Hmm. Colt? Colt. Yeah. <laughs> Both ways are right. <laughs> Wait, so I can hit the, sh- the horse? I'll let you try. I won't be forgiving. Yeah, I don't want to hit the horse. That's no good. But uh, if you were to get a bad roll on that, uh, I would have to potentially hurt the horse, and I don't want to do that right now. No. <laughs> Poor pony. Do you not have a uh, melee weapon? Uh, as far as I know, I don't. You should have at least a short sword. Most. Uh, do I? Yeah, most. I don't ra- recall getting one. So usually you get a bow and a. Uh, basic melee weapon, so... I must not have written that down. Hmm. That's alright. I don't have the... I ain't got the stats for that. Uh, it's a... Shit. It's a 1d6 is the damage for it. And we'll say it's just a basic one, so it's just whatever you roll for dex one. So you can use your dex if that's the higher one. Is that a, a dex 16 plus 3? So you would do, it would be a short sword... Uh, 1d6 plus 3? Oh, no, that's for hitting. Hitting. Oh, okay. I see. Your basic one wouldn't have any plus to it. Got it. If you want to use that, that'll be a little easier. Right. Uh, I think I can do more damage with my bow, though. Yeah, if you want to try. I'm just saying, if, if you get a nat one, you it will hit the horse. All right. Wait, you want me to hit the horse? I thought <laughs> you didn't want me to. Well, ideally... Well, don't hit the horse. Just shoot the freaking arrow into I'm the bad Fire the fucking arrow into the fucking guy's fucking face, okay? What'd you get? Uh, <laughs> I got a 14. Uh, Ty goes to the runner. Uh, Ty, no, Ty goes Question, to the defender. He is prone. He is prone, so yeah, give advantage. Roll another one. All right. That is kind of flanking, so. Oh, 15. Yep, that'll hit it. Oh, thank That's just barely, <laughs> barely got him there. Barely, that was close. Uh, yeah, so roll your damage. 10 total. You turn your back on the tiefling up there with you. Uh, she looks visibly offended. <laughs> which... Obviously, you just turned your back on an enemy, and you electrocute your bow and fling it. You end up uh, slashing right through 
uh, his shoulder bit. If you would have gotten a nat 20, I would have let you hit him right in the mouth. All right. <laughs> Didn't quite. Uh, like collarbone uh, region, you just slash right into it. He looks visibly pained. Like, Can he stand up now? Is he pinned to the ground? He's pinned under the horse. I meant like to the arrow, like get him stuck into the ground right there. If I shoot that hard into him. Uh, if you, if you would have gotten a nat twenty, I would have let you pin him to the to the ground right. with his mouth. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, just through his cheek, just through his cheek, like fish hooked. I don't know. I did always like cheeky attacks like that. What do you, what do you, <laughs> uh, you cheeky monkey. Yeah. But anyway. Then uh, it is now T's turn. You're standing on top of this wild mage human with your uh, little fire colt. What would you like to do? Uh, yeah, this is really going to be a team play here. Yeah, Eldritch's face. So Ice and I are going to go back to our uh, tag team Assassin's Creed where he wraps his tail around my wrist uh-huh. and he has a stinger out. Okay. I'm going to slam into the uh, wild mage. And Eldridge Blast while stabbing that in. Okay. Right. Go ahead and roll your uh, hit for me. That's a 16. Uh, is that for both? The Eldridge Blast is... That was the Eldridge Blast. I guess it should. Uh, the second one's an 18. Go ahead and roll your damage. So that's 9. And he's got to make a DC uh, Constitution saving throw. Okay, 14. Does that save? It does. It was 11. So how much damage did he take? Uh, nine. Nine altogether? That's with the Eldritch Blast and the stabbing? <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing very hot. That's all right. <laughs> that's un- yeah, that's ironic. This uh, wild mage human on the ground is very, very sad. Uh, <laughs> he has been shot in the collarbone, shot in the shoulder, stomped on by a tiny horse. Well, a horse size for, for tea, I suppose. He's a colt. He's a, he's a pony. He's a mini horse. Then stabbed. Where did you stab him? It seemed like in the side. I thought you might have stabbed him in the face for some reason. And then Eldritch blasted on top of that. With all the explosions and such with that, uh, everything starts to rumble a little bit more. Uh, you can hear the mages uh, chanting uh, in the background where there's a barrier uh beginning to form around the egg. The egg looks uh, shiny and translucent under under all this, but with all the commotion going on inside the chamber, it is it is feeling threatened, and it is causing earthquakes around you. So the, uh, the longer this fight drags on, the more uh, detrimental this might get. Fun. So, uh, Bakar, what are you going to do? All right. Um, assassin person isn't dead yet? Uh, assassin person is not dead yet. Stabby. Getting, getting close, but not dead yet. Uh, More stab. Okay, go ahead and roll. 24. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> the, when, when, when you're um, slowing on the 20s, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it hits. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. All right, 13. Really? Wow. So, Bakar, tell me how you killed this drow elf. Um, I don't know. I'm going with the kind of, uh, just like trying to cut them in half. You are trying to cut them in half. Which direction? Horizontal or vertical? You know what? Both. Can I do both? Quarter the guy, yeah. Both? Did you say both? Both. Both. Like, like, 
diagonally or one, one, slash, one slash, two two slash. slash two slash? One slash two slash? Is that okay? Quartering the guy. <laughs> it's unnecessary, Rakar. It's very necessary. It's a display of force. If you would have gotten a nat twenty on that, I would have given you something like that. But we're gonna say we're, we're gonna say you can at least get half of that. Which which way would you like to go? Uh, horizontal. Horizontal. All right. So uh, you've got your daylight saving sword. It is bright and glowing. And uh, spoiler alert to anyone who has not seen the Last Jedi. I guess right through. Uh, uh, horizontally from from hip to hip, you just slash through. I can't remember uh, the Star Wars character's Drow. name. Supreme Lawyer Snoke. Snoke, thank you. Uh, Snoke-like. And he just falls to his knees and his top half just crumbles over. Well, I don't think he's more like Maul style from episode one. Ah, oh, yeah. shit. Maul, Maul would... Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert then for that, I guess. Uh... <laughs> Guess I'm not fucking watching yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, so we've ruined it for you now, uh, Connor. Too bad. <laughs> I heard the prequels were the best ones too. It's been out for 20 years. I I I regret nothing. <laughs> the Drow Elf is down. You now have only the uh, Ranger, the Wild Mage, and the Dragonborn Paladin. Which it is now the Dragonborn Paladin's turn, and. He sees you cleave his friend in half, and he gets very angry, takes a deep breath, and just erupts in a foaming cone of poison in your direction, Bakar. I need you... Can you just barf poison at him? Yeah, poison breath. Uh, he is a dragonborn, a green dragonborn, whose uh, specialty okay. is poison. I need you to uh, roll me a con save, Bakar. All right, I'm going to try to avoid this giant fart. Essentially a mouth fart, yes. It's a huge belch, basically. Mouth fart. You just ate a bunch of, you know, rotten eggs. Is this for a modifier or a save? Uh, your con mod, yep. You add your con mod to whatever you rolled there. All right, then that would be a uh, 14. Oh, that'll save you. But you will take uh, four... Uh, points of damage from the uh, poison breath. You take half of the eight damage it would have given you otherwise. Damn. Uh, so you did take a little bit of damage, so that brings you down to, that should be, what, 18 now? 18. Yeah, okay, perfect. It is now the Tiefling Ranger's turn, and she is upset that you uh, ignored her, Oren. So she's going to also take her bow out, and right in your back... Uh, go for a shot. Ain't give a damn. A 15 hits you, correct? Nope. A 15? 17. Oh, well, in that case, then you are safe from this. Uh, <laughs> she, well, barely. Yeah. She, uh, she goes to, uh, hit you at point, almost point blank range with her bow, but for some reason, and, and we're still not sure barely. why, uh, you have some weird elf... Neo sense, you just kind of step off to the that side. Would be my spidey sense. Oh, I believe. your your spidey term. sense. Okay, and uh, yeah. you dodge slightly, and it goes zooming past both the uh, the fire colt and T, and just flings right into the wall. Uh, and then it is the wild mage's turn. He is not happy at all. 
Uh, yeah, but he's got to stand up. Not with his he, face. He does. He does have to stand up. He's going to use his turn then to stand up. Rustles away from the uh, colt and stands. Uh, so it's now uh, Oren's turn. What are you going to do up there? I'm going to do something, kind of try to do something flashy, Arrow Flynn-like. Draw my sword and spin and slash at her. At the tiefling. Oh, you're going for the tiefling now? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Spin and yeah, try to like just like pull my sword, just, like in one move, just try to like, you know, slice her across the chest. That is a, I forgot. Oh, it's a second. Um, it's a 12, 19. That's a nineteen. Yeah, shit, that'll hit it. So uh, yeah, roll your so... roll your damage on there. Your uh, D six. <laughs> six. That's a six. <laughs> nice. That is very lucky. You pull out your your short sword that you completely forgot was there for the last. Uh, <laughs> However long you've been adventuring, the entire thing. Yeah, and uh, you start. Oh, that's where I put. You start. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You start uh, twirling it around in your hands, like ah, oh, sweet. And then you just like quick slash at her belly, and you cut through her. Uh, she's got some leather armor on, and it just kind of you. You see just kind of a, a bit of bit of a gash now in her in her belly region. It is now uh, T's turn. What do you want to do? I am going Finish. to cast Cause Fear at a second level. Ca- is, um, is that from your book? No, that is from my knowledge. And praising the one true God. Uh, so it's you awaken the sense of mortality in one creature you can see within range. A construct or an undead is immune to the effect. Okay. So if either of them are that. Uh, so you're, I, I assume you're, oh, are you casting on both the uh, the tiefling and the mage? Yep. Uh, no, neither of them are undead or skeletons, whatever the other thing was. Construct. Yeah, none of them are constructs. So both of them have to succeed a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom save. All right. Uh, so the tiefling uh, gets a 23. Jesus Christ. Okay. And the uh, mage gets a five. All right. So we're going to affect him. We're in business with that one. So uh, what happens to the mage then? He becomes frightened until the spell ends. The frightened target can repeat a saving throw at the end of each of his turns. But that's his turn. Perfect. So he he can't do anything next turn except try to escape. Oh, okay. Cool. Is that all you're doing for your turn then? Yeah. Bakar, what are you going to do? The assassin person isn't dead yet? No, the assassin person no, is. You've still got the green dragonborn down there. You cut him in half. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I kept thinking about it. I was just like, no, the person's not dead. It's not dead. You know, I just need to really make sure they're not dead. Come on. He's half the man he used to be. Here. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know, post-traumatic stress disorder from just undead showing up. I mean, if you want a double tap, by all means, but it'll be a waste of turn. <laughs> All right, I'll go after the dragonborn. She's going to give him no quarter at all, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll go after the dragonborn now. All right, go ahead. Should yell something at him like, how'd you do that, poison breath? You're making me green with envy here. Jeez. (laughs) Just throw a breath mint. (laughs) Even better. I'm sorry, Bakar, what did you get? 13. 13? That will not hit the dragonborn. So you go to slash at the dragonborn, and he... He knocks your sword away because he is in big armor and 
just Parried. just big paladin-y. He is in paladin armor, so he just knocks your sword well, away. Well, his ass is a dragon. <laughs> dragon. All right, all right, I'll give that one to you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it is now the dragonborn's turn, and he turns on you for attacking him. He's ignoring uh, Ragnir. So he goes to swing at you. You also just knock it away with your... With, like, your elbow, just, like, fuck it. We got some fencing going on. <laughs> we just spend the whole time, like, hitting each other's armor back and forth. Yeah. And then the uh, the tiefling ranger up at uh, Orin will take her short sword and mimic your uh, jumpy, jumpy, twirly sword play. Uh, uh, what a poser. <laughs> Jeez. And that is a... Copycat. 22? Yeah, that's enough. That will take six damage. She uh, she does the whole twirly-twirly thing and then slashes at your stomach, ripping your uh, clothing slightly as you now have a red slash across your belly. Oh, a spaghetti sauce I ate. No, it's getting out. <laughs> uh, and then the wild mage, uh, that was a wisdom save he had to do. That is a... 19. Alright, he breaks free. And it is now uh, Oren's turn. Alright, let's see here. Just gonna have to try. Since I got the sword out, I'm just gonna start stabbing some more, I think. Okay. Stabity stab. Some uh, Dread Pirate uh, Indigo Montoya yep. shit going on. <laughs> oh yeah. You gonna jump to your left hand? Oh my. Guess what? What's up? Nat 20. Lucky did it. Jesus Christ. I feel like... All right, so uh, do your D6 double. So that's seven. Seven? Perfect. Uh, Total. Works for me. Since we're doing the twirly-twirly fun game with this uh, this this short sword, you uh, toss it to your left, and you put your, uh, put your right hand behind your back, and then just immediately slash at her. You make a T on in, <laughs> in her leather armor, and then... You realize, oh, O is before T. I am an illiterate fool. <laughs> no, I'm honoring T. Oh, yeah. you're honoring T. Okay, all right, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to live up to the uh, to the inspiration he's had to me today. Riding a fire horse and then blowing a guy in pieces. That was awesome. And then blowing a guy? Is that what she said? No, to pieces. Oh, two pieces. I didn't hear yeah. that. You cut out there. Well, he, he's fired a couple of major spells at the guy. I'm guessing he's missing a few organs from that Eldritch Blast and stab it on the side there. Oh, yeah, probably. T, it is, it is now your turn. What are you going to do? Well, in honor of uh, him honoring me, I'm going to send... I'm going to honor uh, him. Ice to go target that T and pierce with his tail. Uh, I'm going to Eldritch Blast the mage. You're Wait... What are you blasting at the T? I'm Eldridge blasting the mage. Ice is going to pierce the T that he drew with his sword. Make it He's going to pierce that with his tail. On the, on the ranger. He he drew the T on the uh, ranger. Yeah. And Ice is going for oh, it. Oh, oh, gotcha. Like a bullseye. Gotcha. Okay. Now that makes more sense. Uh, yeah. I don't think you'll do any damage, but you might make a mark in her armor if you're going through. Gotta make an O. Yeah, you gotta make the O in the uh, in the mage. Well, perfect because I got a seventeen for the Eldritch Blast and a four 
for the tail stab. Oh, well, that's perfect. Then uh, the Eldritch Blast will definitely hit. Uh, the tail stab will not uh, do any damage. What is the... Uh... Six. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Actually, yeah. no, that's perfect. Finish him? So uh, describe to me exactly what you're doing. Uh, be as detailed as possible. I fling my arm and point towards the... Uh, what's... Wild Mage. The other ranger. Oh, the tiefling ranger. Oh, the tiefling, yep. The tiefling ranger. And then I no-look Eldridge Blast. I know. <laughs> the wizard. You no-scope the mage. Ain't, ain't no thing. From the other direction. I say, you're my next target. Points at that. <laughs> and as, as you do so, from behind, just kind of tea, uh, uh, excuse me, ice, just erupts from uh, the mage's chest, alien style, and flies directly, <laughs> well, backwards, I guess, if he's uh, shooting from the tail, and stabs just just a little bit, kind of like a little ice dart. <laughs> like a, yeah, a dart in a target board, yeah. <laughs> like a dart. So it's, you get a... It's like a hummingbird nose stuck in the Yeah, armor. exactly. Uh, <laughs> into the armor of the uh, tiefling ranger. So now it says T with the, the dot. Yep. You gotta dot the T and cross the I. Dot yeah. the T and cross the eyes. And the, the, the wild mage falls to his knees and just crumples. You can see through his chest... Uh, through the back of his chest, the floor beneath, and he's dead. He's gone. Very nice. Great big hole in his chest. And uh, it is now Bakar's turn. Ooh, I'm going to try to tink his uh, armor again. What about kink? kink? It. Is that your kink, Bakar? Yep. Tinking armor is my kink. Well, there we go. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, your hit. 19. That will hit this time. Boss. Woo! I got a 15. Fuck. 15. Well, so for the second time in this fight, uh, tell me how you're uh, ending your challenger's life. Vertical slash! Only reasonable option right there. Particle flash? No, vertical slash. Now important, Bakar. You go in from top to bottom or bottom to top? Bottom to top. Bottom to top? Yeah. He's going to like swing it up like, just cut the guy from like groin to the top of his head. Actually, no, top to bottom. Oh. Well, never mind. I had something in, in my head for that one. But uh, top to bottom, that works. So you kick at him just briefly to knock him down to his knee. And if you've ever seen the opening of uh, Final Fantasy VIII, <laughs> the, the scene where Cypher's above Squall, and he's just he's smiling with his sword in one hand, just ready to go and slash him down uh, across the face. Uh you do so, but with both hands on your sword, you just up in the air, kind of uh, Luke Skywalker on the uh, the uh, cover of the Star Wars. New Hope. Uh, of New yeah. Hope. Ooh. And just... Sky, skyward stab right there. Skyward stab, just straight down, splitting his head, and then tinking at his metal armor. So, <laughs> so uh, you cut his head... And it kind of just, like, if you've ever uh, cut, like, a dandelion down the center, just kind of, like, flops onto one side each. Aww. And uh, he is, he's very gone. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think he'd be okay with being gone for that. 
No one wants to live through that. You couldn't quite get all the way through because of the metal armor. So now uh, you have one final uh, combatant here, the Tiefling Ranger now above Bakar and uh, Ragnir on the ground up with uh, T and Orenthil up by the uh, entrance. And the shakes start to grow in severity. Well, what are you going to do? Um, it's actually uh, Ragnir's turn. Ragnir. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, he used a potion on himself the last turn. Uh, he, I think, I think we might have skipped him, actually, because I completely forgot <laughs> about him. He yells up, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly, because he can't reach at all up there. So he uh, passes it off. It's now the Tiefling Ranger's turn, and the Tiefling Ranger is going to take her uh, longbow, knock an arrow at it, pointing at T for you shooting uh, a little dragon at her. <laughs> that is a 22. That will hit your armor class, correct? Very barely. Like, just just know it was a notable, like, a respectable attempt to avoid yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. For uh, a grand total of five damage. Uh, she knocks her over back and shoots. Oh, God. I wish she hadn't fallen down, because I'd love to see her shoot the arrow through the uh, the hole in the guy and then have it hit you. <laughs> but he's on the ground now, and it just, like, flings into uh, your thigh, and you just, ah, fuck. <laughs> Sounds like you just, right. just, ah, Ow, that's sharp. Jeez. <laughs> oh, cripes. But it's now uh, Warren's turn. What are you going to do? I'm going to try and tackle and capture him. You're going to cap- tackle and capture her? Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're going to do a grapple against her. Uh, strength for strength yep. here. Ha! 19. Uh, that definitely beats the four she got. As she uh, releases her arrow at T, you just fling yourself at her. And like grab around her and knock her to the ground. Uh, T, uh, do you have rope on you? Uh, I can make rope. Oh yeah, rope or tentacles? Oh yeah, I can do both. Either one's fine. Just hurry up. Uh yeah, I have some rope, on, hemp rope on me, and I will right. assist in tying knots. Let's trust this one up like a baby calf. Come on. All right. So uh, if you guys want to uh, tie her up, that will end the combat. You now have uh, the tiefling uh, ranger tied up in front of you. She sits before you as you hear the mages behind you and their chanting and the barrier around the egg slowly begins to fade. You notice Bronzon and Jewel in front of the egg. Uh, He's speaking a healing spell above her. Her eyes are currently closed, her head on Bronzon's lap. Your attention turns back to your captive. What do you want to do with her? Who sent you? Who wants first shot at target practice? <laughs> I demand to know who who sent them. I'm pretty sure I know, but I want to make sure. So you you want to know who sent her? Yeah. Why are you here? Like, who sent you here and how'd you find... Well, obviously the dwarfs, why, but... Who sent you here? She begins to speak, and uh, before she can get any, like, actual coherent words out you see a pained expression erupt on her face as the leather above her heart begins to burn away 
and you catch a glimpse of a swirling arrow symbol that melts into her flesh from their chest, burning away at their heart. Her eyes glaze back in her sockets, and she slumps her head. She is very dead. Uh, well, I guess I should have seen that coming, a little suicide device there. I guess the Zabos doesn't, uh, I guess he plays for keeps, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose so. So you, you have defeated these, these uh, as as you mentioned earlier, the essentially the SS. Well, that wasn't so hard. Yeah, no, no, you guys did very well. They are all dead. And uh, as you turn your attention to uh, Jewel and Bronzon in front of the egg, uh, Bronson has removed the arrow from Jewel and begun to heal her. Uh, what would you like to do now? Uh, um, uh, heal myself I'll a bit. the mage. Bronzon is, uh, the healer of the group, so he will very much heal you if you want. Uh, he's just in the midst of healing her at the moment. Can I help Can that? I want it now. But I want it. Can we just search <laughs> their clothes, It's my though? health, and I need it now. It's Taylor, your DM and lore master. I just have a couple of things to talk to you about quick uh, before we hop back into the remainder of the final episode of the second chapter of the Tantalus Tales. Uh, First off, we are currently running a contest on our Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to win the set of dice that... I used for the first and second chapters. Uh, All you have to do is follow the guidelines on either the Twitter or the Facebook page. We have already had a great number of people entering this contest, and it makes me very happy. And we shall be picking a winner on Sunday, which is the 21st, I believe? Yeah. We will be picking a winner from the Twitter and Facebook pool to win those dice. So if you still want to get in on that, go do that now. Second off, I have our friends in the TTRPG community, Point Zero Star once again. I'll let them speak for themselves briefly, and we'll see you in a sec. Greetings, interstellar travelers from Point Zero Star, a sci-fi RPG adventure with five humble Canadians as your hosts. Follow the crew of the Mary Shelley, Vinyl Flyway. I would just hate it if we walked in there, you know, with like a gun, and then she shot us with our own gun. Kays. You'll have to excuse me, Coachella, but I'm going to have to uh, cut our lunch short. Coachella's my sister. Nyx Nedra. And she looks up at Nyx, and she's studying you for a sec, just eyeing you up. I flex. And the daring captain, Rust Duckers. And he's like, that that's you, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, if you ever hear anybody talking about it, just remind them who you sold this thing to. They're just trying to earn some thread and stay under the radar, but things haven't worked out that way so far. Look for Point Zero Star on iTunes or wherever you receive podcast transmissions. 
Again, that was Point Zero Star. Find them wherever you find podcasts. Now, let's get back into the uh, story. Enjoy the rest of the Chapter 2 finale. Well, uh, so you guys have looted these bodies and uh, gotten some extra tropium for uh, your return trip. Jewel starts to uh, wake up a bit if uh, you guys require healing. Um, um, Bronzon can do that for you, and it shouldn't take... Yes, please. It, w- it won't take long, yeah. and we'll... We'll say while we're going over this that you're getting healed, that you're all getting healed via mass curing. Bronzon wants to know uh, what what exactly are you going to do now? Then, well, I'm just gonna say that someone tried to kill us, and whoever they uh, were hired by deserves to die. <laughs> all right, Bronzon. After healing you all and healing Ragnar as well, Ragnar steps up and suggests I, I I think we need to destroy the mines. I think that will will yeah. will will, dis- will deal a great blow to Zabos and we can do that. Bronzon replies as well and says, "Yes, uh we have been we have been placing explosives to detour mining uh, for for months now we have we know where they are we can take care of that if if you want to head up this i'm sure ragnar can can rally the troops and sound the alarm we we can get the miners out with very little innocent lives sh- uh he points to the two that were killed during the fight uh, with less no more bloodshed uh towards innocent <laughs> <laughs> jewel awake now agrees and says yes i i will i will stay behind with with the egg to to calm it because as i mentioned before this whole ordeal exploding the mines will make it very uneasy as you could tell from your battle it it was very very jarring for the egg please all right sounds like a plan all right, cool. Well, uh, so <laughs> convinced one you, of us. Very you convinced quickly. him. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Jewel says she'll stay behind. Bronzon looks visibly shaken and says, "No, no, no! You, you can't. You can't stay." Jewel assures him and says, "I have lived a long life, Bronzon. It'll be a nice." end to my gifted existence to calm the egg and and let it feel relieved with me by its side you take you take over teach them well bronzon begins to tear up a bit and thanks her and looking to you three What's what's the plan? What are we going to do? Well, we're off to an excellent start here, so let's get out of here. Uh. <laughs> um. Precisely, we gotta help that one. Also, I don't know if we looked at this before, but that dude they brought in, we should probably check him out, see what's up. You know, the dwarf. Oh, they beat yeah, up. no, the uh, the bruised and battered dwarf up there? Uh, yeah, if you want to. Hop up there and... Guys, are we just... Are we just gonna make it a thing where we just casually pass over... 
someone making the ultimate sacrifice just to further our mission. If you want to care about it, be my guest. I'm not talking about Richard. That 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 one was. I so cared about Richard. This one you is can like, care about Jewel. How's that? This is a functioning person now. And it is their choice to do what they want. Yeah. All right. I respect their dedication to their religion. And I'm not going to cheapen it by trying to, like, tell them, no, don't do this, because it's obviously what they want to do, they're meant to do. <laughs> All right, then I just say our plan is to go kill that one guy. All right. Yep. Zabos? Yeah. Let's, let's destroy the mines, kill Zabos, be done. Yep. But first, got to talk to this bruised dwarf up here and find out how <laughs> they found their way here if he told them. All right. Uh, what else he knows. Yeah, uh, so uh, you guys walk back up. The bruised dwarf, uh, still cowering in the corner due to his PTSD of sorts. If you guys remember, before you walked into the mine, there was the uh, dwarf shouting about the end of the world that got taken away. Uh. This is that dwarf. Oh, it's also it's also clear to me now. Yes, this... This is that dwarf. The as you uh, release him from his his shackles and and bindings, he sits on the the ground just just shaking, and he, he says, "I I was I was pre- preaching about the egg. Jewel told me not to. I, I I should have listened. I thought we needed more supporters, but everyone thought I was crazy. The guards." The guards, they grabbed me, and they took me to Zabos and Kanton, and they beat me. They wanted to know what this egg was about. I told them I didn't want to, but I told them I didn't want to bring them here. They made me. The guards, they took me. They brought me down here, and I'm sorry. It's all my fault. I'm going to get down to his level. I'm going to try to calm him down and say it's all right. What the fuck would that be a role for? Uh, roll empathy? Oh, persuasion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, roll a persuasion for persuasion? me. Persuasion? <laughs> all right. Uh, Nat one. He cries even harder. <laughs> 21. 21? Uh, My persuasion is high. Oh, oh, well, there we go. Uh, he, uh, he sniffs, and he says, Wow. Thanks. Uh, whoever you are. Bakar. <laughs> uh, thank, thanks, Bakar. You really have yep. calmed me down. <laughs> um, it's Man, fine. He's, Everything he's, will be fine. I, we can't do anything about this right now, but we're going to. You're you're going to you're you're going to help us. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic! Thank you. Yep. Soon as we'll all be over. Well, that's grim <laughs> as hell. <laughs> just 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 We're drink this Kool Aid quick. It'll all be over soon. Here, yep. at this fried egg. <laughs> here, here. Just just stay here and protect the egg, and then we'll do the rest. Stay here and protect the egg. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No. Sure. But he's gonna head out with us so they don't get trapped in here and die. Oh, good. <laughs> I- good idea. Good idea. All right. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But if you want to, but if, I mean, if you no want to stay here it. and protect the egg, that's up to you. We're not going to make you. But if you want to get out of here, then we're going. We know what it means to your religion. And frankly, we, yeah, we need as many heal up top as we can. We take on Zavos. Yeah. So as you guys are getting ready to leave, the remaining Shellians gather up around Jewel and leave gifts for her. Some flasks, some food, some trinkets, whatever they have on them. Lots of hugging, lots of tears. Uh, this has been their leader for uh, m- uh, months and months. They've been down here. Decades. Yeah. Uh, no, not decades. A few years. Uh, and Jewel wipes away some of the tears from her followers and says, You you must go now. This is my burden to bear. You have your own jobs and and missions to do. Do them well. And may the egg always shine upon you. Ave ovum. My heart will go on through you. <laughs> Near, far, wherever you are. <laughs> Sunny side up, scrambled. And uh, yeah, I will always love you. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to sing a song. I don't have that ability. Cutting through that, uh, that teary ballad of... My, my egg will go on. You leave and you you head up, and as you reach the main uh, tunnel, Ragnir breaks off from the uh, the pack. Uh, Bronzod breaks off from the pack and goes their separate ways to sound the alarms and ready the ready the uh, explosive devices. And you trek your way up uh, out of the mine and. Do you want to uh, walk, or are you going to uh, get yourself a little uh, clompity clompity uh, action? Oh, I'm gonna hippity hoppity clippity. You're gonna hippity hoppity clippity clappity. I was thinking of doing some kind of kick-ass power walk up that way, you know? Uh, yeah, I was gonna do a brisk looking real walk. Cool. You know, as dwarves come out of the like the tunnels and join us, and we form into a big mob. We just us three at the front. You're going to wait for all the uh, the dwarves to come out, or are you going to go first? Well, we're in the front. I just imagine them just kind of, like, grouping up behind us. Well, I'm sure they'll find their way it's, up there eventually. It's like a protest, and, like, we're up front, yeah. and then everyone kind of joins in behind us. All right. Well, uh, you guys lead the way, then. As many of them that are nearby will join us, and the rest will follow on later as the word spreads. All right. Well, uh, as you guys are going, yeah, I suppose you have some that have followed you out already, and you... Uh, approach the Zabos mansion as you cross the gate you notice there are surprisingly no guards uh when you reach the door you notice it's open a crack the dwarves behind you seem a little concerned and mention that they'll hold back they'll hold the uh outer exterior for you uh will you proceed wait so the door's a crack so then, maybe we should just peek out to see if anyone did anything to it, like trap. Inspect the door, see if it's booby trapped. Do you do you want to check for traps? That's a uh, yeah. roll yeah. an investigation. Uh, whoever. Who's gonna do it? Who has the highest? Uh, um, Not me. Uh, in- intelligence. <laughs> Not me. Uh, see what do you got. I'm a ten. Oh, I think I'm a a thirteen. Uh, it looks like you got the highest then. Ah, so smart. 
Alright, well, I will search for traps. Alright, what'd you get? I got a 16. You uh, crouch low to the ground towards the open door, and you just kind of, like, slowly creep closer to it. And as you look uh, at the open crack, you notice there's a tiny, tiny uh, hair-looking thing. Uh, you look at the hinges and notice a, a string of sorts. And as you look closer, you you notice it's... It's literally just a, a piece of hair sitting on the uh, the hinges, so it has fallen off of somebody. There is no trap. Uh, it is it is trap free. It's just a slightly ajar door. What would you guys like to do? Kick the thing open. <laughs> well, I was gonna say slowly, but all right, it's kicked open. We'll do it your way if you want. Do you insist? No, you kicked it. Okay. Yep, you kicked it. You we're kicking it open. As you uh, kick open the door, you are entirely shocked by the scene inside, uh, in the center of that massive uh, waiting room, with all the books and the the Boulder, Colorado magazines. You notice Zabos is lying on the floor in a pool of blood, a dagger lying next to him, and standing near him is Kanton, who wipes the blood away from his hands using a handkerchief which he tosses to the ground next to Zabos. He then turns to you. His his eyes seem a bit different. He looks to you and says, What unfortunate timing for your arrival. Perhaps we can come to an understanding? Word has reached me that you have no great love for Zabos. If I hadn't reached him first, would you not have done the same thing to him? Oh, he's got me there. No question. <laughs> My question, though, is why? Well, I'm guessing he wants the guy's position. Well, let him answer. Jeez. Go on. More or less. Oh, God. I think we answer in the affirmative. I think you could probably, you could safely say that that is true. Yes. So, you you asked him why? Why? Yeah. I killed Zamos because he was mistreating the miners. As the Viceroy of Dynamic Integration Solutions, I wanted to replace Zabos and run the mining operations more ethically. I wanted to treat the miners well, pay them more, give them benefits, paid time off, maybe some on-site resources like a fitness center and a smoothie shop. <laughs> Perhaps then... You know, you... They'll feel better about mining for the remaining tropium. Well, you, know, you would have been perfect for leading our union. Yeah. yeah. Except for the whole part of continuing to mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think that's gonna be possible now. With with that uh, response, he says, "No, y you don't think the mining should continue? Tropium is very important to us." Well, have you heard of mushrooms? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yes. Yes, I, I am familiar. But what does mushrooms have to do with mining? Well, there's not going to be any tropium left. And if you continue to, you are all going to die. Uh, as you finish that statement, you hear a rumbling. 
and seconds later, the mansion begins to shake below your feet. Uh, it's clear the uh, Shellians have kept their promise and have destroyed the mines. You can only hope that they were able to get everyone out safely. Kanton's face darkens a bit. Well, you've been busy, haven't you? <laughs> His voice has changed a bit. I'm going to drop this annoying guys now, if you don't mind. Uh, if you must. Keep doing it. <laughs> uh, Kantan removes his blazer as your vision of him begins to blur slightly. He begins to grow taller. His hair grows longer. His clothes fade into a more sweeping, dark gray robe. Oh, God, I thought he was going to be naked for a second. Uh, he just starts to strip in front of you and and says, yeah, "What are his, yeah?" Him in Picard, just working hard. I wish I could whistle that song, but I can't. <laughs> a, a gray hue begins to wash over his skin. His eyes now glow like golden rings as his image regains its composure. Kanton stands before you now. A different figure entirely. There's a gold pin pressed into the chest of his robes. It's a swirling arrow symbol. So just like that thing that was in the... Yes, just like just like that one that burned into the, uh, the tiefling. He says, I know you think you're doing the right thing. Saving worlds does seem right. However could it not? I'm sure there is no way to convince people like you otherwise. Especially not after you lost your own home. You wouldn't be the first to be inspired by Hawthorne's story. It is a good one after all. Before you're able to respond, the doors behind you burst open as uh, Ragnir, followed by a crowd of dwarves, uh, Bronzon, some of the dwarves who swore themselves to Cthulhu, uh, the ones that swore themselves to you, uh, when you turn back to Kanton, though, there's no trace of him. Ragnir exclaims, oh, You did it! Wow! You actually killed Zabos! We thought we were going to have to fight our way into the mansion. We didn't meet a single guard. You guys are amazing! You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> the power of Cthulhu. God damn it. <laughs> this wasn't us. Wait. Wait, this wasn't you? No. It was Cthulhu. <laughs> Tell them what happened. No. Kanton. When uh, T mentions that Cthulhu did this, the uh, the ten Cthulhu dwarves uh, fall to their knees and chant, Praise be to Cthulhu! Praise be to Cthulhu! Because they automatically think that T is telling the truth. Rise and spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I really should have nipped this nonsense of his in the butt, but frankly, I can't bring myself to care. Uh, Honestly, come back here? it's kind of entertaining. Well, I was hoping, wait, did Kanton still, is he still here? No, he's gone. Poof. Well, did any of you know who Kanton was, really? As far as we know, he was the Viceroy 
thingy majigger. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what it was. Dynamic integration he, service. He was he was he was he was some special doctor of dynamic things. I've only seen him yeah. around Zabos. Well, yeah. Well, uh, seems like he's much more than that. Yeah, that looks like that was the facade he was putting on. Because when we got in here, he was you know stabbing, just got done stabbing Zabos to death, and then he turned into a, a whatever the hell he turned it. What the hell did he turn into? <laughs> He got really big and tall and gray, and he tore his sweater off. He did a strip tease. Yeah, it was kind of... Well, I, I won't lie. I, I, I didn't look away. <laughs> How can you to such an angelic creature? Oh my god, great cheese in those things. Ragnar looks very, very confused right now. He says, wait, that little nerd? That annoying nasally one? He, he stripped? Holy shnite! <laughs> yeah he was the standard i guess i'll throw the trope thing it's dragon ascendant i guess or you know ugly duckling yeah oh uh, wow I, I i i'm i'm a little uh disappointed i missed it i am mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. anyways we don't know where he went he's just disappeared yeah and we're not entirely sure why he did it. Because yeah. it seems like he didn't do it for what he said he did. Um, but at this what, point, it doesn't matter. What, what did he say he did it for? He uh, initially said, basically, that he wanted to... Well, when he, before he changed... Start a union. He, he wanted to essentially say he wanted to improve conditions for the miners. But he did want to but, continue mining. Oh. Well, we blew up the mine. Yeah. That's what yeah. he turned right there when he heard that happen or felt it happen. He oh, his yeah. voice changed. He and he changed. Well, well, golly, that's that's kind of that's kind of weird. Did did you tell him about the egg? Uh, no. We didn't mention anything about the egg. No, we didn't get around to it. You, we were going to try and talk him out of know. continuing the mining, though. Yeah. Well, you'd think if he wanted to save us, he he wouldn't want to keep the mining going. Um. I think he was just putting on a facade, so to speak, to try to keep something going. We're not really sure what his end game was in all this yet. All we know is that who he presented himself as was different than who he really was. Well, well then, if if Zabos is gone, and so is Kanton, then who are we going to put in, in charge? Are, are one of you going to stay and... Teach us something else? Let me just do persuasion to try to convince him that he should be in charge. Well, no, no, <laughs> no. I have ten no, trusty no, no. leaders. No. no dice. I can bring these people true happiness. No, you can't. No. Mm-mm. 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 We aren't really the teaching types, Ragnar, and we're not really well suited to run a society. It just doesn't yep. fall within our skill sets, unfortunately. But I think that maybe you have you heard of uh, mushrooms? Yeah, well, well, yes, yes, I've heard of mushrooms, but well, what does that have to do with 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 anything? We hear they could be very, very useful. They could be profitable if you were to grow them and sell them, maybe. Tropium is not really an option for you anymore, is it? Well, 
well, shoot. I, I suppose not. I, I do like mushrooms. Yep. We want you to be in charge. What you need is to find a new source of capital. You know, something, a new resource to rely on. Well, I mean, I guess mushrooms can do that. But you, you think I should lead this? No. <sighs> I think, uh... Just, like, grab him by the face and, like, push him out of the room. We're gonna have a talk. How do I. you feel about a, uh, church and state? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, can I just try to persuade him to just be like, yeah, you would be, um... A decent leader, and you should bring the revolution of wasn't, mushrooms. Yeah, didn't didn't Jewel to this name? You, wait, did Jewel name him, or was it Bonzo, or whatever his name is? <laughs> yes, he named Bonz. She named Bonzo. Uh, no, uh, Bronzon. More like Bozo. Bronzon. Bronzon says, "Oh, oh, Jewel wanted me to help the uh, the Shellians in her absence. I, I couldn't lead yeah. this place. No, but you could be the new uh, um." religious leader and then we have a uh, leader for everything else you're the second religious leader guiding the people and Ragnar here can be the secular leader maintaining the society so to speak you know and if you don't like that you could organize I don't know an election see who wants to run a, 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 an election what's I think that? that I think that's a little too much for them Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't know what I'm talking about. Scratch the last part of that. Let, let's, let's simplify this for them. Um, yep. You, Ragnar, strike me as the leader type. It just seems like you, you... Aren't you a leader? I mean, I suppose. Your people need you, Ragnar. They need you to step up and do this. If I'm I'm needed, I, I could probably rise to the uh, the task. All right. And that's probably what you'll need to do. Well, golly then. All right. Well, well, bronze on. I, I, I think, I think we may be the new uh, head honchos around here. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Uh. Well. Yeah. No. That sounds about as close as we can get something to a, a compromise here, guys. Ragnar turns to you and says, "Well." Can I can I place you in my administration? I I need good advisors, and you guys are so strong and smart. We're needed elsewhere. The Church of Cthulhu will aid you. Yep. Whenever you're in need. Yep. T here he deputizes these ten. These are the ten disciples of his church. They can in charge of gathering more. No, wait. wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they will, they will reach out to me to seek wisdom. Well, that that's fine with me. Uh, the freedom of religion and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. No, right. You should uh, keep your fellow one. Shellians close. Yep. They also understand the danger that this planet faces. For, what might be needed to move to the future. He turns to uh, Bronzon. Perhaps we should write up some sort of list of, like, rights? You know, like, that our yeah. citizens are guaranteed. That will work. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know what those are going to be, but... Freedom of religion like, uh... should be one of them, certainly. 
the correct one. Call together your citizens, your leaders, the ones that want to be represented, and consult with them to make sure that all groups are adequately represented. You'll you'll be going back to uh, Gravelton then? For now, but we also yep. have to move on from there. Well, do you have? Sorry to say, we can't stay. Do you have an address that we could reach you at? Some way to contact you? Maybe we could like. Is there a way to like set up a like an e- like an interstellar email thing? Like a, like a way of instant uh, uh communication. Do we have one of the one of the spider gauntlet things we have? Yeah, I mean we could ask interstellar or... email. I'm not talking to him right oh, now. Oh, okay. I'm just talking. <laughs> Boy, you sure are smart. <laughs> yeah. Now what I want to say is like we could um. We could leave something behind just to contact us. I mean, can we ask Spider to do that or? Is there like a conch we can uh, use <laughs> to call Magic us? Magic conch. Uh, well, you can definitely speak to Spider when uh when you get back about making you something that you can contact them with. You have the ability to jump back there, and you have a fair amount of tropium, so she owes yeah. you uh, something at least. Yeah. All right. It's it's. You won't say. contact we'll, us. We'll contact you. Uh, we will. Be, we will see you again soon. We'll, it will set. We'll it will touch. set up a way to contact you, shortly. Um, if we can have, um, some more tropium. I guess if you if you really want to take some, there are uh, big statues of Zabos out in the uh, garden way. If you want to break one of those up, they are made of tropium. All right. We'll take one statue. We'll take one statue. Sure. Yeah. We can't take all the statues of him. The man's dead. No. Are you saying they should knock down their statues of the dictator? Yes. All right. We're just going to take, yeah, the contents of of, a bag full. Of one statue. As you guys break apart the statue and, oh, just as a rules check, apparently, Colleen took a gander. Your uh, bag of holding could only hold 500 pounds. How okay. much is a statue? A lot more. Oh, probably a lot more than 500 pounds. We'll take okay, a bag of holding Just works. take, like, the head. Yeah. Okay. That works. Well, that's just for the pulse. Don't we get, like, beamed up, Scotty? Yeah, I guess we could bring it with us if they can leave us alone long enough for us to teleport away. Just, just everyone hold on to the statue as you get beamed up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sure that the spider would appreciate that. Sure. All right. Uh, no, we probably shouldn't show them us doing that. That might though. not be a great idea. No. But you already mentioned the interstellar I space did not. email. That was not a thing I said. <laughs> yeah. Ragnar says, "Well, I'm I'm sure going to miss you guys. I do owe my my life to you after all. If if you ever need a favor, please please let me know. We will. Thank you. Uh, he he waves you goodbye and he." Uh, Gets you, uh, gets you a cart all set. For all they know, you're going to Gravelton. Start to ride off into the distance, and he goes, I've got a lot of work to do, leader of the free world and whatnot. Don't be afraid to write. You know where we are. We will. We will. As you turn around, you notice... I guess you hadn't noticed this before, but Zabos's house is big and white. Okay. Mother of God. <laughs> I guess one of you got the joke. Mm-hmm. It's a White House. No, I, I got it. I just, you know, I didn't think it deserved. Uh, 
Anyway, uh, so you guys ride off into the sunset. All right. Now we a few miles down the road. We check to make sure no one's around. And uh, you uh, turn to your wrists, communicators, and uh, call up Sparks and Spark Hoots and says, Woo! Hey! How? Well, golly, how was your journey? Seems to have been successful. Yep. Well, did you figure out the whole uh, remaking society thing? Pretty much. Seems to be. <laughs> Good. We got, a lot of, we got a report to make. Ooh, fantastic. Well, let me uh, get you all situated here. Uh, hold on. Make, sh- make sure you include our cart. Your cart? Yeah, we got a cart full of tropium. Oh, well, Spider will be happy, I suppose. One second. Let me uh, recalibrate the uh, size here a bit. Will, will you kindly stand in a triangulated position around it? And uh, as you hear her clicking a few uh, buttons here and there, you start to feel your fingers and toes and everything start to uh, melt away like like you have, have seen before. And holding on to the cart as well, it also starts to come up with you. And suddenly, everything goes dark. I want you guys to roll me a constitution check. Hey everyone, it's Taylor again. I hope you enjoyed episode 12 of The Tantalus Tales, the final episode in chapter 2. <laughs> Uh, I am very excited to see how you guys enjoy Chapter 3, which will be coming up on the 31st. The first episode of Chapter 3 will come up, however, next week on the 24th? 24th. Uh, The second in-between Chapters episode, uh, Level Up and Banter, a uh, special episode will come up next week on the 24th. But, uh, yeah, I want to thank What's Good for the use of their songs, uh, Intro and Elevator. Uh, elevator was used during the Canton change. I thought it needed a little extra. I hope you enjoyed it. I also want to thank our patreon supporters for everything they do uh some of them talk to me in regards to things that go on so i enjoy conversing with you all that's uh the gist of what i have to say to you uh (laughs) for this one uh we will see you next week on the 24th and then we'll start up uh chapter three uh on the 31st And with the introduction of Chapter 3, we also get to meet, at some point in the first couple episodes, our uh, first fan-voted NPC character, the uh, Felis Bard, will eventually be coming in in Chapter 3 here. So look forward to that. We We will see you next week. Take care.